Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Rob from Cigar Store Idiots. You may be asking yourself what Moonwalker Delta 8 is. Moonwalker is the industry leader in Delta 8 THC products, an emerging category pushing the boundaries of the cannabis plant. By expertly combining terpenes with complementary flavors, Moonwalker represents the absolute pinnacle of Delta 8 THC products, all engineered for pure bliss and joy. If you have any questions or concerns about the legality of Delta 8, please feel free to visit moonwalker.com backslash pages backslash legal. Have you been searching for something healthy and natural to make you feel better and get you back on the up and up? Let me introduce you to Life Cycle Mushroom Tinctures. Life Cycle has now transformed into an evolutionary mushroom biotechnological company that harnesses the great potential mushrooms possess. Life Cycle's mission is to deliver the highest possible ethos attached to the incredible professional products to those who wish to upgrade their wellness and reach their true potential. Let's start with Turkey Tail for your gut health, Rishi for relaxation, Lion's Mane for focus, Cordyceps to help your body realize its true natural potential, and Shiitake for your hair, nail, and skin support. Head on over to CigarStoreIdiots.com, look for the Life Cycle link, use CSIPOD10 for a promo code to help you save some money today. This was never about money for us, it was about us against the system. That system that kills the human spirit. We stand for something. To those dead souls inching along the freeways in their metal coffins, we show them that the human spirit is still alive. Welcome to the show. This is Rob. God almighty, I wasn't expecting that. I about spit everywhere. <laughs> you, sir, are. Arlo. And welcome back to the studio, sir. You are? Cousin Johnny. He's Cousin, moonlighting at B98. Cousin Johnny got a little love. Got a little message about Cousin Johnny. Uh-oh. Like a new hey, addition. I got some love from a guy at a... Uh, at a gas station <laughs> bathroom? <laughs> I, I just need kept you to my finish eyes. that sentence a little quicker. I just kept my eyes closed. Five dollars, five dollars. Glory hold, just don't look down. Uh, Did you leave your socks on? I heard that's the key. It, but they were wet when I finished. <laughs> as long as you're eating one of them roller roller dogs. Roller dogs. That a taquito? Taquito. Now I will say, you all done hijack my story, but so, I will say this the roller pancakes with sausage in the middle. That's I, I wouldn't be mad about it. That's some count. Anyway, anyways, back to your... Uh, I was eating uh, dinner last weekend. Oh, boy, that we all know. Come up to me, he goes, you can't get Cousin Johnny to come out and eat some Mexican food? And I was like, no, we have to keep him chained up in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> they let me, <laughs> let me out once a week. He's still in a walker. He's in a walker, so... Gentlemen, Rocky it seems, Road! <laughs> it seems to be... Uh, uh, it seems to be a while since we got to be in here together, and uh, it's good to have y'all back in the studio. It's not as hot as it was last time. I was excited about that. You know, something's wrong when it gets down to 92 degrees and you feel like uh, it's uh, September. Fall. Yeah, you're <laughs> like, man, that's a hint of fall. God, it feels great out here. <laughs> no, I went outside one night. It'd been 110, and it was like 79 with like 20% humidity. And I was like, Ooh, I'm a little chilly. God, Let's get a fire going. <laughs> Girl, cut that cut the air conditioner off. It's cold in this house. Who got it down to 74? What is wrong with us now? Like, what? What? Like, I remember when I was a kid. No, now, when I was a kid, my sweat had sweat in yeah. my grandparents' house. But, but all you're hearing Nothing the, was better than sitting on the couch that was covered in plastic. Or the, the vinyl couch, which, oh, oh Had the air holes, and it dude. sounded like a big fart when you yeah, sat down. Yeah, and you're, like, stuck to it, pulling, like, two layers of skin off of well, it. Let's be honest. You're going to talk about the cushions. The best part was going to the toilet. The padded toilet seat, was that was that was quality. And that was good stuff. That was quality. That's gone. That's a, di- that's a dying uh, Could you imagine if we had pat- padded toilet seats and a phone when we were kids? I just read no. the shampoo bottle, like, 12 times. I was like, what is not die my knock a doctor team? <laughs> <laughs> have to go look that up in the dictionary. And then you find out like 20 years later, that's why we all have tumors yeah. in our head. <laughs> but all you hear on the news right now is that we're ha- we're going through this giant heat wave. It hasn't been this hot ever in the history of the world. Horseshit. shit. I remember when the Cincinnati Reds was playing in Riverfront when yes. they had the turf and Deion Sanders 
had the thermometer. Were, they were melting, melting, melting in the outfield. You cannot tell me that it's not been that hot. I remember it being hot as hell when I was a kid. All right, so you're talking about that. There's this old cat that lives across the road from my parents, all right? And so you go and see him, and you start talking. He has news clippings of the records. And he'll tell you, he said, I'm tired of people talking about it. It's so bad now, and it was never been this bad. And he's got the little clipping that says, back in 1942, we had 107 degrees yes. at this time. Like he, He'll sit there and say it. He goes, I'm tired of everybody saying gloom and doom today, gloom and yeah. doom today. He said, the record shows it's been there. He said, all they're trying to do is just push their narrative, push their damn narrative. It's exactly what, like, and I had some idiot on TikTok. They had, it was some girl, she had posted, she was at the beach, and there was a dead fish on the, on the beach, had washed up. She goes, "Hope everybody enjoys your last summer. The world's boiling. The the world like this global warming. Blah 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 blah." I'm like, "You idiot! Is that the first time you've ever been to the beach? Do you get out of the house at all?" I was gonna say, when we were kids, we used to go to Jekyll Island every year for Memorial Day weekend. My dad would wake up and take sunrise pictures, and they were beautiful. Um, but he got us up at like the ass crack of dawn, where you could barely see. And jellyfish. Yes. Oh, everywhere. You had to wear tennis shoes or you'd just get stung. Yeah. And that stuff, they nobody talks about that. What they wanted to talk about was that red blob off the keys. But th- at the same time, like, I think 50 miles to the east, it was a killer whale pod. Yeah. So you can't tell me. It, it, people will believe anything. People will believe anything. It's and on it, the internet. It's got to be true. Yeah. I mean, hell, I remember, we pick up. We, <laughs> that was my favorite commercial. That was nothing better when you would go fishing and you'd find like a dead fish. Yeah. You hook it up, throw it in there, guaranteed to catch a catfish. I mean, like, it wasn't because I thought the damn world was going to burn to the that ground. Little, you let that little bass swallow that hook and you're like, well, I'm just going to throw you back yeah, out you there. Should, with that you the, should not have done that. But the problem is, and it's the same thing we talk about, everybody, you can find whatever evidence you want to find to support whatever your crazy yeah. ass opinion is. Yeah. That's the problem right now. There's you know, a lot well, of cults out there quoting scripture. That <laughs> they, are. they are. They are. You can cherry pick anything. i tell you the other thing, too, that, <clears throat> that, was, um, that happened this week that's kind of just like drove me completely nuts. I don't. I'm not a. I don't. I'm not a politics guy. I don't really care about politics one way or another. And I had seen where I think how many indictments has Trump got now? Three. What was what's total total indictments? It's been three. That's but all. No, I thought somebody said they, it was pushing. They hit him with three more charges, but this is his third indictment. Gotcha. Each indictment has. But he has okay, like that's what, has like that's what seventy you, something. You and charges. I referred to the charges. Gotcha. I think it's higher than that. I swear to God, I heard somebody say like one sixty. But here's the thing, and nobody wants to admit this. He wants to go to court sure. because once you're in court, he can subpoena your ass, and under oath, you have to tell the truth, yeah. and he has evidence that you're lying. Right? Yeah. So that's what he's waiting on. That's but why, the problem that's is that's why though, he hasn't been to court yet. But the problem and they is they get thrown out. You're sitting here doing something where you're basically trying to bring charges against a guy based on his opinion. Well, you're trying. They're it's trying. Opinion. They're doing so everything they can so you don't run for him. He's not. But a, you got to be careful. You're going to open up Pandora's box, dude. It's going to. Isn't be this kind of like what was that Sylvester Stallone movie where they would go and like arrest people or kill them based Stop on the or fact? Stop or my mom will shoot. No, not that. No. Throw mama from the train. No, that was different. No, the one where they would go and catch these people. Yes. yes. Where they'd be yeah. like, oh, well, you had the potential to you yeah. know commit murder, so yeah. we're going to go ahead and just take oh, you it, out of society. We are borderline minority report with. Tom that, Cruise. No kidding. No kidding. That's terrifying. I know we had, but th- that was the thing too. Like I, one of my, one of my Twitter accounts or X accounts, whatever it's called now, it's, it's right, right sided. But then I have another one that I had created to do. We had another little project that we were working on and I didn't really like put much stuff on it. So it immediately was like thrown into the left side. So I get all the left content and it blows my mind how many people are still just lo- yeah drinking, drinking the Kool Aid, dude. Lost like there, you could not tell them anything different that's going on in the world. And that's the thing that kills me. We live in an age now where your ignorance is a lazy trait. Yeah, you are too lazy to research both sides of the thing. We every time I go to see the other argument, because I'm gonna tell you something. Neither side of the bird has a good track record. No, absolutely not. And. Man, that's just a whole nother shit we could get into. But we we COVID numbers are rising. Like we work in hot Brittany and I work in the hospitals. We see it. We know that COVID numbers are rising. We know people that's had it. Um, people are not dying. 
They're not dying. It's a respiratory illness now. But what we've done, if you go back and you think you think about in the very beginning of this whole and entire thing, every one of us knows somebody that's a germaphobe that has been a germaphobe their entire life. Imagine being told as a germaphobe that if you go outside, there's an airborne illness, an airborne virus that is going to kill you. We've got people still, still shut, in. shut into their houses, wearing masks inside of their own house. That's taking fourteen boosters, and they're terrified to to. And they think the government's lying to them now. They're saying that the government is downplaying it because they. they yes. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, no. so now they're on the opposite. They're on the opposite of side of it, but they're still being. They they still have this sense like over sense a lot. I can't talk oversensitized uh feeling of catching something that's i don't know man i i and i got i i kind of saw something not today yeah it was today i'd kind of got fell into something where that that was brought up and i was like you know i never really thought about people that have true you know germaphobes that are true germaphobes have to wash their hands all the times or they can't they won't walk in the house with their shoes on how is howie mandel alive no doubt (laughs) no doubt and he's based on the last commercial i saw i think he's kind of on medication yeah probably (laughs) he'd have to he'd have to so he lost all his hair but we got all these different things going on too uh there was one more thing that i saw um god dang it did you see the first press conference from uh athens today Oh, no, I did not. I wish I had. No, I didn't. Kirby's wearing a sweater. Stop it. Well, it's, it's 92, man. It's a, it's That's what a, the guy said. He goes front moving in. That was, um, I can't say it, but that was some big energy right there. <laughs> he it's said, you wouldn't catch, it was a report, beat report. He goes, you wouldn't catch me wearing a sweater in November, not much less when no. it's 92. No. Um, no we ain't talking like Jim Tressel's sweater vest. We're no. talking about a sweater. Just Okay. If I had to guess, it's a Bill Belichick. Cut off sleeve. I haven't seen the picture, but that'd be awesome. It would be good. Let's jump on this. On today's What the Florida. Man, this really happened. (laughs) Florida man gives a strip tease that no one asked for. Dang. A man in a Japanese restaurant approached approached a couple. Who was eating, uh, not disturbing anyone else, while the couple was quietly uh, surprised and unprepared when the man started performing a strip tease in the middle of the restaurant. Does it say what song was playing in the background? I just want to hear because oh. I kind of started out with my boy. I could I say started something that would offend people right now, but I will leave it to myself. B ninety eight point five. It was probably a really bad version of "Baby Don't Forget My Number," sung sung by some Asian chick. Um, <laughs> they do love a karaoke we, bar. Do you, they you love, want to go ahead right now and just I mean, give karaoke, your disclaimer as karaoke, what your email is, just yeah, in case? Karaoke is actually uh, an Asian uh, thing. Yeah, yeah, it is. So thank you for bringing that to all the uh, very popular Mexican restaurants in the American area. <laughs> I cannot tell you how many times uh, I heard uh, Lee Greenwood's God Bless the USA that I didn't Ring of Fire. Ring that of one fire. too. That one too. Uh, so what are you base? So where did this take place in Florida? I need uh, to know what restaurant to go to. Let's dig in and see if it'll give. Oh yeah, we got it. Um, we were surprised that the Florida man was drunk because no. it sounds like something he would have done sober. Who the hell would do that sober? Uh, Florida man threatened to fight the man and the couple uh, when the woman asked him to stop. Pinellas County Sheriff arrived. <laughs> arrested the male for uh, disorderly conduct. The bail was set for Florida man. It was $150. That's it? That's it. So I can go to Florida and get mm-hmm. naked and shake no, it? No, 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 no. He didn't on. get naked. Hold on. Boy, I almost blew this up. Uh, for the uh-huh. sake of everyone's eyes, uh, we should have put the bail higher. This is what we thought until we realized that if his job was really stripping, uh, people are disgusted with him, and he probably couldn't even make that $150 in bail. When I first saw Sake, I thought it was sucky. The <laughs> uh, Pinellas County is Clearwater and St. Pete. Ooh. Yeah, so uh if you're in the area and you want to get uh get down on some sushi and some nudity, get down on it. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> I, I literally 
It Sometimes. didn't start off with a naked Florida man at a sushi restaurant. But he still yeah. was working towards the. I mean, there's like this underlying thing, you know? That's all nakedness. Well, it's either, it's either you start out degrees. naked running down the road with a machete, or you're eating some sushi and decide, you know what? I think I'll get naked. It ain't going to be hot in Georgia until Kirby Smart does a press conference with no clothes up. So. <laughs> we said, let's be honest. If it was as hot in here as it was last week, I may be doing this podcast naked. I'm glad that we didn't have the camera on last week. Had to air it out, fellas. Ain't gonna lie, it's hot. So, uh, tonight's topic is really not a fun topic. No, that's why we went ahead and got all the silly nonsense out of the way. Um, this story, it was is, just updated. Today. Yeah, yeah. It, it is probably one of the. It's hard for me to say. It's the worst thing I've ever heard. Oh, it's not definitely not the worst, but it is one it, of the more it's, twisted. It's up there. It's, it's right up there with it, you know. And the sad thing is, we keep coming across stories like this all the time. I mean, and the story we're going to talk about tonight is the cult mom, Lori Vallow Daybell. Yeah. So, and then we we'll get into uh, all these all these things that happen, especially like with her two kids going missing, and um, but there's there's a li- there's like a Clinton. Uh, list. Uh, she's list got a body. She's she got, got a body, body count. count. Like the Clintons, so. She's getting on up there. Yeah. Let, let me ask you a question. You said this, and before we go any further, you said that we keep finding things that are more and more crazy. Like, has this craziness always existed? I think so. Or are we in a situation in our culture where it's a Timmy Topper mentality of, well, that's how bad it was. I think I can take this to another level. I, like, a, is it just the exposure of it is what's bringing the crazy yeah. to the forefront? I'll, I'll tell you how evil the world used to be. One one thing that used to happen. And then uh, it's, it's super offensive. If you think about in Florida, they do the gator chomp. So the gator chomp is like the big thing in the University of Florida. But that story uh is is so disturbing and it's true and it's factual they took um they would take these these african-american children and babies toddlers and tie them out in the swamp to catch alligators and it, i mean it's the te- most terrible thing i mean and that happened that was a part of american history that's absolutely terrible that we would never you know of course nobody's going to talk about that or hear about it but um, they would tie them to the trees or uh, tie them out in the swamp, and alligators would come and get them, and they would use them for bait. And so uh, now they do the they do the gator chomp down there in, in uh, Gainesville. So whatever. But to answer your question, yes, I think the world's always been evil. It's always been it's always been terrible. I mean, you can go back to Roman times where they had uh, emperors that would. There was one that. In particular, he would have somebody drink wine until just like force them to keep drinking wine and keep drinking wine, and he would just cut it, like gut them open to watch it run out for entertainment. So I mean, yeah, the world's always been always been pretty messed up. So, but this story, um, we'll just kind of go with a, a little bit of a back story on it. Um, this lady, she believed they had got into she had she had she believed that. The gentleman that she was with, Chad, um, what was his last name? Daybell. Daybell. He was a cult leader, pretty much. He was a self-published author of a doomsday-themed series of books. And so when he, they predicted like, you know, apocalyptic things coming. Uh, they had a group of, they had, he had a charismatic attitude or uh, personality when people, he would talk people, he would draw people in, kind of like the same way with any cult leader used to do. Um, they believed in zombies. The people were reincarnated. Uh, he actually had her believing that they were married. What, like thirty years before or they died? And well, I don't know, dude. It's just she. Nuts. She had been married five times. She got first married um, at the ripe old age of nineteen. She's only two years. She was born in seventy three in San Bernardino. She got married in ninety two the first time to her high school sweetheart. Nelson Yanes, boy, you know he's thanking God he's still walking around. Is he? <laughs> so. um, then she went on in 95 to marry William Lagiola, and she had a son named Cody Colby Ryan. Shortly after that, they divorced in 96. Then she married her third husband, Joseph Ryan, in 2001, they divorced in 2004. They had a daughter, Ty Lee. Were they really married, or is this? I feel like you're talking about like a, a lease. 
That's basically what it is. Like, I'm going to sign the 36 yeah. month lease, and at the end of it, I'm just going to turn it back in. Yeah. And mysteriously, husband number three died of an apparent heart attack in 2018. Hmm. We'll go. We'll cover that. We'll go back on that one. Yeah. Uh, and then in 2005, she married Charles Vallow and adopted his son, JJ. And uh, he files for divorce in 2019, citing her religious beliefs and threats against his life would get in the way of the mission of their marriage. So then... I'm- <laughs> Uh, still, still didn't work. For, it didn't help him at all. No, it didn't. I just killed him. I just I'm, I'm dying over here. Then she marries uh, whatever that last cat is that wrote the books. Chad Daybell. There we go. Chad Daybell. I, he was a self-professed author of Doomsday books and a self-professed Doomsday prophet. He he had a he had a finger on the pulse of. Uh, what was going to happen next? Yeah, Lori's former father-in-law, Mr. Larry Woodcock, said, <laughs> quote, I saw a change in 2018. And he told People Magazine in January 2021, quote, it was just crazy. I couldn't believe that she was falling for it. He added that Lori, quote, loved her daughter and loved J.J., leaving him and his wife, Kay, struggling to reconcile with what was about to happen. When she did meet him around 2015, she was interested in his uh, the book Standing in Holy Places. It was a series of books. Uh, they moved back to Arizona in 2016. In the fall of 2018, she met him for the first time at a Preparing for the People event. And Chad had claimed to Lori that they had been married seven previous lifetimes ago. And he stated it... Uh, uh, he stated that they were, that they were meant to be together. And then after initial meeting, Lori's husband went on a business trip, uh, giving her an opportunity to hold an overnight gathering at their home. And Chad and Gib was among their attendees. I don't know who Gib was. Um, you know, Cousin Gib. Cousin Gib. Uh, Chad captivated Lori uh, in the group by sharing his religious beliefs. Like I was saying, he had the charismatic he, personality. He captivated them? He did. Like, <laughs> is yeah. that one of those things where he walked in and he said, hello? He could have. He, just, could, he could have. He may have been that same guy to... Gas station with the taquitos. <laughs> um, he was a big, bulging man. Uh, of course, again, he his religious belief, he claimed that he had lived 31 different lives on different planets. Is this Ric Flair? Are we talking about the nature boy? Uh, uh, planets, and he had categorized people by light or dark based on their affiliation with Jesus or Satan. Chad referred to Lori as the eternal being of 21 separate lives, five of which coincided with his own experience on Earth. This belief, this belief system fascinated Lori because she was already crazy, but she just like ramped up the crazy, and it led her to develop strong attachment to Chad and his teachings. Now, after the swooning, the first meeting, Lori reportedly exchanged emails with Chad asking him whether... Her two kids, J.J. and Ty Lee's spirits were, quote, darker light. Chad informed Lori via these email messages that Ty Lee's spirit, the girl, was rated 4.1D and J.J.'s 4.2L. Also, like Scientology. Yes. Also noting that Ty Lee's deceased father, Joseph's spirit, hmm. was at 4.3D. It gets worse. Twos and threes are fluid and can change size during Earth life, Chad wrote. 4.1 and above have made covenants to their side. They rarely switched sides. Lori's then estranged husband, Charles Vallow, at 3L, and her brother, Alex Cox, at 2L. At one point, Lori told her friend she was afraid that her children had become zombies. Oh, no. And that her and Chad were on a mission from God. I got a half a tank of gas. (laughs) Half a pack of cigarettes. We're on a mission from God. (laughs) Anyway, to eradicate zombies before the second coming of Christ. We'll get back to December the 5th, 2018. Chad and Lori appeared together at another one of the Preparing for People podcasts. And uh, the title was Time to Warrior Up. Chad later stated that uh, the Vallow residence, uh, he's staying at the Vallow residence in Arizona. Chad and Lori shared a well-documented obsession with a certain Mormon influence, apocalyptic belief. 
which Chad discussed in numerous books and podcasts, Melanie Bordeaux, Lori's niece, reported that these beliefs, according to the 2020 affidavit, Vallow's beliefs extended into the belief of zombies. Vallow and Daly or Daybell reportedly told uh, friend Melanie Gibb. That's where Cousin Gibb comes yep, in. That they belong to the Church of the Firstborn, a fundamentalist Mormon group that is often identified as a doomsday cult. It's a cult. It was a cult. This guy was a cult leader. That's all it was. Yeah. And he just found the right crazy person to get tied up with. So. And they said that when she talked to Melanie, that she told Melanie that her son JJ's grandmother, Kay Woodcock, had to take JJ because she herself, Lori, had developed cancer. Quote, Vallow further told Gibbs she had told Kay that she had cancer in order to convince Kay to take JJ. She further elaborated to Gibb that she had traveled with JJ and handed him off to Kay in an airport. Lori never had cancer, and JJ's nowhere to be found. Lori was a cancer. <laughs> Pretty <laughs> yes. much so. Um, oh, is what? that him? Is that Vallow? Let's if see. so, good Lord. Oh. The forehead on that guy. That's an eight head. I don't know. He's not in prison stuff. Maybe that's not him. Did his knuckles drug? Drag it the looks ground? like it. He, I'm just saying. He. Oof. Hey, it's so easy. That dude could do it. <laughs> he could cave in. <laughs> um, let's go back. There's one thing that was in the way of um, Chad and Lori's, uh, you know, unity uniting was Charles Charles Vallow, and on February the. Uh, 2019, according to Charles Vallow, Lori informed him that she no longer cared about him or J.J., and she claimed to be the reincarnated wife of Joseph Smith that he founded the Mormon thing, right? Yep. And she vanished for 58 days. The same month, Charles filed for a divorce, citing threats on his life, as well as a $35,000 theft from a joint bank account. I got some bad news for anybody out there. Your wife ain't stealing your money if y'all both on a joint bank account. There ain't shit you can do about it. <laughs> uh, read him and weep is what we would tell them when they would come into the bank. You were dumb enough to put her on there. That's right. Uh, he sought protective order against Lori in the advice of his attorney. She also took his truck. Um, damn. You can take a man's money. You can't take his truck. Don't I take bet, his truck. I bet she got run over by a damn train. She's like, oh, on the day me. I picked my mom out of prison. No, you're going to be picking her mom up out of the morgue because she's a killer. She's killing everybody. On July 11th, 2019, Charles was shot and killed in Chandler, Arizona by Lori's brother, Alex Cox, who claimed... There's a lot of Cox and Woodcox. It was. <laughs> this is a Cox-filled story right from the quickie mark. Some Vallows? Yeah. Um, he claimed it was self-defense because Cox had actually confronted Charles about uh, physically abusing his sister and his uh, and her children. And he uh, had to retrieve his gun because uh, Vallow had attacked him with a baseball bat. The police did not pursue the matter any further. Tylee and J.J. witnessed the incident, never questioned. Uh, and on June the twenty first or June twenty twenty one, Lori was indicted for conspiracy to uh, commit murder against Charles. Before Charles's death, his attorney stated that he had primarily concern for J.J.'s safety and well being as. He needed a consistent routine for his special needs. Did, was he autistic? I, I didn't. I think that's kind of what I gathered. That that's he, what I gathered. They never said it. But here's what's crazy: before they, the brother kills him. Uh, Chad's first wife Tammy dies of supposedly natural causes. Yeah, she had a cough and didn't wake up. Yeah. No, convinced the authorities not to perform an autopsy. But before that, we'll get to her. We got that. We'll backtrack on her. So this happened in February. He filed for divorce uh, on the nineteenth of July. He was shot dead, uh, and then uh, Charles was also concerned uh, for Tylee, but he was unable to uh, include her in a filing because he was actually not her biological father. Uh, no legal standing. He didn't have a, a platform to stand on. He withdrew his petition one month later saying he wanted to try to make the marriage work again. So he was trying to get back with her crazy ass. In the meantime, <clears throat> there was sightings of rainbows and unicorns. Chad, <laughs> Chad's wife, Tammy, Tammy Daybell, in October the 9th of 2000, or 2019, 
She reported being shot at in her driveway by a masked man. The perpetrator was not identified. Ten days later, guess what? Just like Arlo said, she gone. Found dead, apparently of natural causes. Uh, Chad claimed that she had retired for the previous night with a terrible cough and died in her sleep. Tammy's body was not autopsied until uh, initially due to Chad's refusal to the coroner. And, uh, however, two months later, Tammy's body was exhumed and examined. And the autopsy report, uh, report uh, on February the 2021 uh, said that she had actually died from asphyxiation, asphyxiation. Yes. by someone else. Manual strangulation. That she didn't do it. To her, she didn't choke herself to death. Nope. Choke yourself. <laughs> choke yourself. So uh, somebody what? put that on TikTok today. The whole jelly donut scene. That's the best. Oh my god! I, I was... Not, get your hands off of me. <laughs> Not with my hand, stupid. Your hand. <laughs> But if she died from asphyxiation, was there not signs on her neck you or something so. that would show it where they'd be like, man, we need to really like, yeah. I mean, there should be some kind of indication. Where are yeah, we at? Okay. Where are we so, at? Are we still in Arizona? We it's are. It's too hot for them to do anything out there. The world's coming in, guys. We just discussed this. Jeez. There's dead fish on the beaches. In Arizona. <laughs> Good thing they weren't filming during the red tide. <laughs> I got some I might ocean front property in so shortly. <laughs> Shortly after, the Fremont County Prosecutor's Office announced that they would be handling the case going forward in some subsequential interview of one of Tammy and Chad's friends, Emma, said that the family had not been contacted regarding the res, uh, results of the mother's autopsy. So, let's go back. Frick and frack get married like mere weeks after Tammy dies. Big red flag. Yeah, and then, so... Oh, you want to get into the welfare check? Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. So, October 19th is when D- Tammy dies. Um, JJ's grandparents, Kay and Larry Woodcock, call for a welfare check on JJ and Ty Lee because they had not seen the children since September of 2019. Now, Lori was accused of not cooperating with police in the search for Ty Lee and JJ, and when Police arrived at Chad and Lori's Rexburg, Idaho home on November 27th. They found the property abruptly vacated. Hmm. Everything's gone. Everything's gone. If you take a look, we'll go ahead and get... Remember, Alexander Cox is a brother of Lori, and he killed Lori's husband, self-defense. Supposedly. Supposedly. He mysteriously dies on December the 12th of 2019, and his death was attributed to, guess what? Blood clots and high blood pressure. How did Lori's first husband die? Heart attack. It doesn't say, I don't know if they're going to exhume the bodies. That but was husband number three. I, I, would, I would beg to differ. I think that they probably were poisoned. I don't think it was a heart attack. You know, them first two some bitches are like Ron White. <laughs> yeah. They're sitting there going, are you lonely? Yes. <laughs> are you eating Cheetos on a beanbag naked? Yes. Do you want to give me $5,000? Woo. <laughs> no. There must be some lonely fat motherfuckers out there. <laughs> I, man, I'm telling you. If you take a look, I mean, just take a look at the track record. I mean, it's like we said, they got a body count like the Clintons on this thing. Um, then we'll get into that whole, uh, the disappearance of the kids, Tylee and JJ. If you've not figured out the dates, they're tying up loose ends. Yeah. Tammy. Yep. Well, even, was it before Tammy? Did it go? Yeah, it was Tammy. Tammy her ex-husband. Her ex-husband. The brother. Yep. And now we get to the children. Kids. So Tylee was last seen September the 8th of 2019 in Yellowstone National Park with her brother, brother, brother JJ, her mother, Lori, and uncle Alex Cox, uh, on this, on September the twenty third, two thousand nineteen, the doorbell video captured JJ playing with a friend. Uh, that was the last known footage of him. Uh, his final confirmed sighting was at Rexburg Kennedy Elementary School. The next day, September twenty fourth, Lori contacted the school to inform him that he would not be back in class, that she was withdrawing him to be homeschooled. And then we go to October two thousand nineteen. Two Venmo payments were made from Tylee's account on. Uh, on her brother's behalf, Colby Ryan. With love expressing message attached, which was the last time Colby heard anything from Tylee. So he was the older brother of Tylee. Um, when he expressed concerns towards Tylee via text, he received responses from her cell phone indicating that she was safe but too busy to talk. After report uh, repeated calls to Tylee went unanswered, 
Colby became he became more worried. So she was already dead at that point. Yeah, they. Yeah, this just makes me sick. But in February, well, let's back up. Not in February. Yeah, in February, Lori and Chad had left their home, the abruptly vacated home, and they were in Kauai, Hawaii. And they were arrested for failing to meet a court order to produce the children, J.J. and Ty Lee. Well, fast forward to June 9th, and there's a reason they couldn't produce them, because authorities find both children buried on the property in Idaho. Yep. Yeah, you can. we can even go back. Like, when we're talking about October, we'll go to November. Like, right after, right after Colby's concerns were about uh, Ty Lee, Chad and Lori were married in Hawaii on November the 5th of 2019, two weeks after the death of Chad's wife, Tammy Daybell. Uh, during that time, they had actually falsely told others that Tali had died in 2017 and Lori had no minor children. So that's what they're telling people, that she was dead in 2017. On November the 26th, the police visited Lori's townhouse in Rexburg for a welfare check on J.J. at the request of the grandmother. Lori claimed that J.J. was in Arizona with his family, Melanie Gitt, with a, with a cousin, the Gibbs. aunt, the Gibbs. Which is, they had li- they had li- the Bee Gees. Uh, <laughs> However, uh, when the police contacted, uh, the Gibbs say that J.J. had not been with them for several months. That night, uh, actually, the neighbor observed Lori and Alex, the uncle, packing a truck down outside the home. The following day, the police and the FBI arrived at the house to search it. And like you said, it was abandoned. Uh, Chad's home was also searched by investigators. Uh, Gibb eventually contacted the police, revealing that both Lori and Chad had asked her to lie about J.J.'s location. uh, But she refused. She knew something was wrong. Uh, the police efforts to locate J.J. led to a discovery that Ty Lee was also missing from De- uh, December 2019 to January of 2020. Law enforcement agencies had intensified their, I can't even talk, intensified their investigation um, into the, the missing children. And then, like you said, they had evidence collected, and Tammy's body was exhumed for the autopsy. Colby and J.J.'s parents pleaded the Daybells to return with the children, even offering them $20,000 just to bring them back. And investigators expressed concerns for the children's safety, asserting that they were not with Chad and Lori. And Lori refused to cooperate with the investigation, opting to leave the state uh, with Chad. Leave the state with Chad. The Daybells lawyer then stated Chad Daybell was a loving husband. And he was supportive to her children, and he would do anything he could for them, adding that Lori was also a devoted mother who. Uh, you know, contrary to what everybody believes, that she was a good mother. The lawyer expressed the intention to addressing the allegations once they had moved beyond speculations and rumors. Here's where it gets even more more twisted. Authorities focused on a locker, a storage locker in Rexburg that was rented on October 2019. All these dates are just one month after mm-hmm. the other. And they discovered the belongings linked to Ty Lee and JJ, including clothes, bikes, Photographs. These items have been left left behind when Lori abruptly left Rexburg in late November 2019. Video footage captured Lori and her now dead brother Alex moving all the items into the locker before her departure. I'm telling you, man, she is. I mean, it is crime 101. She is getting rid of all the witnesses because the kids saw the one killing. Yep. The brother killed. For her behalf, mm-hmm. and so then she tied up that loose end. Mm-hmm. The bad thing is when they exhume, or not—I don't guess you would say exhume—but when they discover the kids' bodies, poor Ty or uh, poor JJ had been asphyxiated with a plastic bag and duct tape over his mouth. Didn't yeah. they say they were buried in like a shallow grave yes. in the backyard? Yeah. So we're not even talking about trying to get rid of right. well. I oh, don't the understand. The the bodies were buried in like a pet cemetery that this yeah. dude had, yeah. and Ty Lee's. Um, hey, you don't come back. Ground's gone sour. Don't down there. Homicide by unspecific means. So they don't know how she died. Man, they know she was murdered. They just don't know how. Wow, y'all. I my my thing is, I don't understand how people can commit a murder. It's almost on an like a serial person. killers like that binge. Yes, thing. Like it's all ratchet after another. Yeah, she's wow. they're spiraling out of control, and it's just. I don't know. How do you kill your children? That's man? my thing. I how do you know. kill your? How do you hurt your kids? That's 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 the one thing I just can't understand. Like out of all this, I think I mean, her JJ was hers. Mm-hmm. 
I think Ty Lee, and I'm not saying it's easy for anything, but she had no blood. She had adopted Ty Lee. Right. So she may have seen her as a leech. Right. And she had to, or baggage. So she was able to separate herself emotionally from it. In her, I in her both, crazy mind. Because they kind of hint around that maybe JJ was autistic. So she could have emotionally separated herself from the whole thing. So we're going to take the fact that he has autism and say that he was a zombie. Sure. Pretty much. In yeah. her mind, that's yeah. how she justified it. Pretty much. It. Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, you go back. And, and then you got a 16 year old girl that's probably not talking to anybody and hates the world, and you're going to say she's a zombie. And she's terrified to talk to anybody. Because, hell, she's she seen two murders. Yes. <laughs> she knows where the shovel is. I think I'm going to just keep You know that shovel. for a fact? Yeah. Hell, son, I still got the shovel. She knows where the shovel is. So uh, we'll go jump on to the arrest and criminal charges. On February the 20th of 2020, Lori was arrested in Hawaii by, uh, man, I love messing Dano? Up. No, book them. It's cat. Was it Kaya? I don't know. It's, it's the police department in Hawaii. Um, it's where she, they were arrested. Yeah, she faced charges in Madison County, Ohio, including two felony counts of desertion of non-supported dependent children, as well as three misdemeanors. Her bail was set initially at five million dollars, million, but it was actually lowered to a million after her being extradited back to Ohio. Who cares? They got a million dollars. In May, Lori appeared in court in Rexburg uh, to request further reduction of her bail, which was denied. Multiple local uh, bail bond companies were unwilling to work with her. Dang. Aww. Now, they're both charged with conspiracy to commit first degree in connection with Tammy, mm-hmm. as well as first degree murder and two counts of conspiracy to commit destruction, alteration, or concealment of evidence in connection to the kids' deaths. Then they go back after Chad's dumbass hit him with two counts of insurance fraud, and then Lori is charged with conspiracy to commit murder in Arizona. And I think there was another one. I think she's got hit again. So the conspiracy about the money, wasn't that tied to, what, death benefits or something like that? Is that what they were cashing in on? Probably. Well, they were probably cashing his check. Yeah, it was. It was actually Chad was facing the uh, insurance fraud charge related to the insurance policy on Tammy. For which he was the beneficiary to receive the funds. It didn't take that insurance company long to be like, hmm. How many times do we got to tell y'all? They ain't losing money. They ain't going to pay. They don't want to pay if you die like natural causes. Got the best investment. They're trying to figure out a way not to pay your ass. I got one. Sidebar. Oh, there's, there's, there's an asterisk in the bottom of your contract that says, if, you, if your heart stops beating, we ain't got to pay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like. So I have my wreck in the end of March, 1st of April. Yeah. Today, August the 3rd, they, the other insurance company, wants to come and look at the vehicle to determine whether or not they paid enough. And I'm like, it was totaled the first week of April. It is scrap. Good luck. Yeah. Good luck, Chuck. It's in a box. It's in the shape of a square. A cube, if you will, with no wheels. It's a 6867. Yeah. (laughs) God, I hate insurance companies. I really do. I really do. Um, on March 24th, NBC News reported that the documents showing Chad and Lori became convinced that Tylee and JJ were possessed by the devil and they had become zombies. That was their motive of getting rid of them. What's those stories on in like Discovery? Because this one, basically, opening shots, the prosecution says that uh, Lori used money, power, and sex on the promise of those things to get what she wanted, and she got what she wanted. Yeah. yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, it's undefeated. It is. It's. It's. I don't. I don't understand why we've never had a female president. Don't understand it. I, this goes back to the story y'all did weeks how ago. How could not be? When y'all did the Frito Lay thing, man, I'm telling you, rule the it, world. It must be like just sunshine. Yeah, I told y'all over. They saw unicorns and rainbows earlier. No, it's. Well, you probably, didn't tell me where it was coming from. It's probably more well, it's, along the lines of this, Hawaii. fellas. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. What just happened? What just happened? I can yeah. see. I'll kill somebody. <laughs> I'm going to kill somebody. Rob a bank. Yeah, I'm there. <laughs> Whatever. Um, on June the 9th, like we said, they found the remains that believed to be in the pet cemetery in the back of Chad's home uh, after they, they got a search warrant. Chad was arrested later uh, for obstruction, concealment. Uh, charged with felony murder. His bail was set at a million dollars the next day. And on uh, June 10th, 
Uh, the Woodcock and Ryan's families confirmed that the bodies found were actually Tylee and JJ's. The finding of the official confirmation by Rettsburg Police on June the 13th. July the 2nd, prosecutors dropped two charges against Lori because she's working a deal related to the uh, desertion and non-support of the dependent of the children. Um, instead, they charged her with obstruction and concealment of evidence regarding her children's remains. She worked a deal. Like, yeah. She worked a deal. And, I mean, and you won't know it until Charles hits the... Or not Charles. How, Is how it about Charles? Ch- no, Chad. Chad. Until Chad hits his trial, which well, has not gone yet. He correct? didn't get. He didn't no, get, not yet. He ain't gonna get a chance because on June the seventh or July the seventeenth, in light of the two felony counts against Lori, they were dropped, and her bond was lowered to Madison County Judge Michelle Mallard. The bond was set at fifty thousand each, totaling a hundred and fifty. Where they get their math? Out? <laughs> if two two don't make one fifty. I at like, 50 apiece, but I like that. I want to get paid like that. Yeah, I do too. It was further noted that Chad would still need to post that $1 million, uh to be released from jail. A jury trial in Madison County charged against Lori was set for January uh, 25th and 29th of 2021. On May 25th of 2021, Chad and Lori both were indicted on, on charges of conspiracy to commit first-degree murder, grand theft, deception of death, uh, of the two children and Tammy. Lori was also charged with grand theft related to Social Security survivor benefits. There it is. So he's dead and she's still collecting his uh, disability check. Here's what's jacked up. God, what this is, is all going down in Rexburg. Yeah. She can plead, she can get whatever deal she wants in Rexburg because Arizona's over there just waiting their turn. Oh, yeah. She's, and they're not getting, a, no, she ain't getting a deal no. over there. Here's what I, and we don't get an opportunity a lot of times to applaud a judge. They said during the trial when Rexburg police detective Ray Hermosillo took the stand, his testimony was accompanied by chilling postmortem photographs of both children. They were so bad Mm. that Lori asked to be excused from the courtroom and the judge told her to sit down. Good for them. Good. I'm going to buy that man a beer. Yes. Sir, whoever you are, we got, if, we I chance, you if I got a chance, I will buy you a six pack. And then again, kind of going back with Arlo said, but you know, Chad was facing insurance fraud, uh, fraud charges related to the insurance. Insurance fraud. Insurance fraud. Yumping you, Minnie. Is he pretty pretty bird? Robert, you okay? No, you all right? He's sweating. He's red. I just had a birthday yesterday. I'm old again, so that's what happened. Old age does it to you, fellas. He was trying to collect on the hey, insurance man, policy. You look good for fifty six. <laughs> not a not a day over. Not one. We like to. I was doing that math. You hey, found. Thank you so much for coming to the podcast. Uh, <laughs> this is Arlo's last time on the show. Just kidding. Well, since I didn't get invited to the birthday party, you can kiss my ass. We got to have Arlo here because without him, this thing goes downhill, downhill real quick. Um, he's trying to collect the insurance money uh, on his dead wife, who he had killed. Uh, she's 20- getting insurance. She's getting social security check. Yeah. Look, you ain't screwing the insurance company or the government. No. And I got a story about screwing the government. So, so obviously, this is how you can get to Hawaii. I mean, they were doing a pretty good. Because I don't see how any, any other way you could get. There. They were stacking it up. I know a guy that took his wife for their thirtieth wedding anniversary, and he saved for fifteen years. <laughs> I ain't going fifteen years. Yeah, I've he been, said that way it didn't hurt. I've been told. <laughs> yeah, I've been told on my tenth anniversary that I have to. We have to go there. I'm. Maybe I'll be dead before then, so we'll have to worry about it. <laughs> you gonna shit gold coins out your? Because <laughs> yeah. if you are, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna bring some. Uh, Just get over here with a, Yeah, get over here with a strainer. Yeah, I'm gonna get a dip net. <laughs> <laughs> On May the twenty seventh, twenty twenty one, Lori was found incompetent and unfit to stand trial, what? and her case was stayed. She had since been deemed competent and stand trial for mental health treatment. Incompetent and again competent. So they were going back and forth with her saying... They found uh, some quack to say that yeah, she was crazy. Yes. On May the 12th of 2023... They found Lori that bitch guilty of murder and grand theft. Yes. Uh, in, Boise, in a Boise, Idaho courtroom. On July she showed, 31st, which is just recently... No emotion. Uh, she was sentenced to consecutive life uh, sentences for uh, respectively the murder of uh, Ty Lee and JJ and the conspiracy to commit murder charges against Tammy in addition to fines and restitution for grand theft charges. She also, after, like I said, Arizona was waiting, and uh, on February 24th, 2022, it's when they said she had her brother kill her husband. You killed my brother! Good Lord, that's an old one. Um... (laughs) They sentenced her ass to another life sentence in Arizona without the possibility of parole. 
And this dumbass addressed the court prior to her sentencing and claimed that J.J. visited her after his death and said, you didn't do anything wrong, Mama. Thank you, Mama. Thanks, Mama. You set me free. You set me free. You wrapped my head in a plastic bag and duct taped it so I couldn't breathe. I just, I don't see how people can hurt their children. Man. I don't man. either, man. I have, I just can't get it. We, um, you know, we, if you want to see more about this, and I did not know this, I wish I would have known it because I would have watched it. I probably will watch it after this. In 2022, Netflix released a series. It's a three-part episode documentary entitled Sins of Our Mother that you can watch on Netflix. And my wife told me she watched it, and she said that she cried like a baby. So, Well, her now Lori's son from her ex, Joseph Ryan. Colby. Colby was on Dateline, and he also released a YouTube video in which he urged Lori to come clean, and he was trying to get her to confess to where Tylee and JJ were at. And her sister, Summer Cox Shiflet, finally wrote in June of 2020 she could no longer support her sister, quote, losing our precious Tylee and JJ in this horrific way is more than we can bear. We had prayed our hearts out for them and hoped with all our hearts they were safe, but we sadly have to face this new, new reality, and our family will never, ever be the same, end quote. You got Tylee died at age 16, and Joshua Jackson, uh, J.J. Vallow, uh, he died seven, at seven he? years old. Yeah. Seven years old, man. And then the sad part about this kid, which both of them are just is pitiful, um, this kid, he, he, she didn't, she, he was a paycheck to her. That's yeah. all it was. She gave this crazy ass rant before her sentencing in just last month and for some reason they let her dumbass speak but she said this is crazy quote jesus knows me and jesus understands me i mourn with all of you who mourn my children and tammy jesus christ knows the truth of what happened here jesus christ knows that no one was murdered in this case accidental deaths happen suicides happen fatal side effects from medications happen so she's blaming on some medication she took and she told the court that she had a near-death experience in 2002. Oh, I'm sorry, that Tylee was hers. I apologize. Okay, yeah, Tylee was hers, and the little boy was adopted. The little boy was adopted. She I just, not, you just had it. Sweet. Yeah, yeah. Lori, came, Lori said her near-death experience allowed her the power to communicate with her dead relatives as well as Jesus Christ and all the angels. Because of these communications, I know for a fact that my children are happy and busy in the spirit world. Because of my communications with my friend Tammy Daybell, I know she is also very ha- happy and extremely busy. I also know she is extremely busy helping her family, especially her children and grandchildren. I have great love for them. She's insane. In the membrane. But you, but you know, that's how many times do we go back and we take a look at these situations too where these people get tied up with these cults? And you know how, like, this is kind of ironic, but when you find somebody that you want to marry and be together with, you want to, you need somebody to match your energy to make it work. Yeah, for sure. She just literally was matching this guy's crazy. Like, they matched each other's crazy. And they, these people believe the shit that comes out of their mouth. They believe it. Like, it's, it's, you know, for better lack of words, it's the gospel to them, you know. This guy was educated. He had a, a bachelor's degree. Well, he From wasn't Brigham an idiot. Young University. I was going to say he wasn't an idiot. He self-published books. Also, yeah. I mean, and guy. all of these those charismatic cult leaders, they're master manipulators. Yes, yes. That's the thing that I don't. I don't. She didn't need too much to turn her gears, you know, or grind her gears. Like she was already, she already killing folks. And I guarantee, if they exhumed those bodies, her brothers, and exhumed that other husband that she had that died of a heart attack, I guarantee you they were poisoned. Of course. I, I guarantee you they were poisoned. Guarantee it. So is this one of those, all right, so let's take that angle from it. If you're saying that and all this stuff in the past, is this one of those things we had talked about where you start getting sloppy the longer you do it? Is that what you think? I, man, I don't, I don't or even. Or does this go back to what Arlo said where we're still trying to tie up loose ends? It was definitely tying up loose ends, and then they got there to the end of it. I just think that they're just so manic. Like that's what I was about to say. Just they both were so manic. They believed these kids were possessed. They believed that they were zombies. They believed the shit. 
And that's the thing. Maybe that that's what Gabe was able, you know. She separated herself separated, because that's yeah. not her children. She disconnected from them because they weren't their kids. That shit, I mean, we could do we could do so many stories on postpartum and, and mothers that drown their children in bathtubs and stuff like that. I just can't do it. I it's, it's about it. as far as I can get with me it. But, and, there's, but there's so many stories. Me and Coach like got that. on a roll for about a, about six weeks where we did Missing Children. And, y'all, it's like I want to drink bleach. There's a, there's a video. It's a body cam uh, of two police officers going into this house. And uh, there's a, they, they go in. Uh, the neighbors had heard like a commotion going on, a kid screaming. And the guy goes in the body cam. Uh, two officers and they go in the living room and there's one little boy laying in the ground on the floor. He's like eight years old and he's like stabbed 13 times, but he's not dead and he's communicating, but he's like, he's, he's not doing well. And he's like, my mama's in the bathroom with my brother. And so they go in the doors locked and they're just beating like, ma'am, come out, come out. So finally they break the door down, breach the door. And she's in the bathtub. The water's running and she's laying on top of this four-year-old kid oh, in the bathtub. Shit. I'd have put one between well, her eyes. Well, yep. they drug her off the kid, and they got the baby was like, kid's lifeless, like just like flopping like a rag doll. And they, I believe they did get the child back. They got him resuscitated. But There's a special place in hell. We are. Yeah. We, we're real easy, real easy to, to, to drag a policeman. Like we're real easy to drag law enforcement. Don't know what they bring home, man, man. If I had to deal with that kind of shit on a daily basis, I I couldn't do it. Well, I couldn't do it. Cousin Johnny and I worked with a former mortician who owned his own funeral home. Yeah, and he was called. He lived in Michigan. Graduated from Michigan. He would be called up to an hour and a half away to do reconstruction and makeup for when children die. Oof, no, I couldn't Because he did such a great job. Yeah. And he said it was one of those things where his wife helped him in the business, and when she saw it come across, she would bring him dinner, and she'd bring him a pint. Yeah. And she would tell him, come home when you can. Yeah. And he told us the reason he got into teaching was because he couldn't. Physically, mentally, emotionally, do it anymore. Man, he said. No he said, "Man, I can sew up a grown man head if he hit if he was a drunk driver or if he was hit by a drunk driver. It didn't affect me." He said, mm-hmm. "You lay a baby on that table." He said, "I can't stand it." Yeah, yeah. We had a buddy of ours uh, years ago, and uh, we all used to hang out or whatever. And he was a police, uh, not a police officer. I'm sorry. He worked for a fire department in Marietta. And just one day, he's like working at Home Depot. And we're like, dude, what are you doing working at Home Depot? It's like you had a good job, you know, with the fire department. What you? Why are you working at Home Depot? He never looked at us. He just kept drinking his beer, looking straight ahead, and he said, "You can only see so many uh, burned up children in a house fire before you start deciding you need to do something different with your life." There's a guy that I and I, I was like, "Holy shit!" I never even thought about it like that. And uh, but. That's the kind of stuff, yeah. I mean, when I was an administrator, I mean, there was a guy that I hired, and he was a former fireman, and that's what he told us in the interview. He said, It's time for me to make a change while I'm young enough to do it. He said, Because there's things that I've seen that I can't unsee, yeah, and I can't see it anymore. Sure, yeah, I couldn't do it. Special group of people that can continue to do that, but uh, yeah, the next time you want to. Talk shit on a police officer. Speaking of which, did you see it's all over <laughs> Think about it. Instagram and TikTok? Um, it was like a smaller town somewhere, I'd say the Midwest. The guy's in his patrol car and he goes, just got the call that I'm supposed to go provide security for a protest. And he's like, you know what? That's, that's cool. I mean, you got the right protest. I mean, everybody's got to. He goes, I may not agree with your views. He said, but here, you'll find this ironic. I'm supposed to provide security for a protest in front of the courthouse to defund my job. Wow. He said, I think I'm about to get a migraine and have to go home. Yeah, I would too. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, no. That's not how that works. Man, I, I this guy's getting put in some uh, really sticky situations. They really do. There's another one. And my wife is on the TikTok uh, algorithm of Georgia State Patrol uh, high-speed chases. They're good ones. They are some yeah, outstanding some good ones. ones. This guy runs down a demon charger. 
and he pit maneuvers him because the guy breaks because he's getting into traffic. The state patrolman realizes that as soon as he's starting to break, he's going to clear traffic. So he goes ahead and takes it, and he pit maneuvers his ass into the concrete dividing wall, pins him up against there, and tells the guy, if you do not listen to me and do exactly as I say, I'm going to kill your ass. (laughs) (laughs) And he said, I ain't got nothing on me. I ain't got nothing on me. He goes, show me your hands. And he goes, now open the door. And he starts to drop his hands. He goes, you are not listening. I will kill you, Uh, dumbass. Put your hand out of the window and undo the door. Yeah. He goes, you stupid ass. You could have killed somebody. Yeah, and people don't even think about that. They were speeding around like that. Stupid. Just dumb. Dumb. Well, I, t- I think I told this on a previous podcast months ago. Out in California, they were chasing a white demon, and I don't know if they just didn't have the right uh, gas in the tank or whatever. This charger is losing. I mean, he is lapping the police vehicles. And so he gets out of traffic. So he's in starting to get into the, where the freeway, there's nothing in California. He's going so fast. He loses the helicopter. They have to zoom in as they Chris the hill. The helicopter for the news station goes, and that's the last you'll see of him. Man. Damn. He was hauling ass. My dad was telling me a story. Actually, we just talked about this yesterday. He was telling me, uh, one of my uncles, he had a GTX. I think it was a GTX, one of muscle cars back in the day. And we were talking about the fastest we'd ever been in a car. And he said, I was in uh, your Uncle Terry's GTX. He said, and he had that thing pegged out. He said it was. It said 120 on the speedometer. He said, but that thing's doing way more than that. He said, let me just put it to you this way. So we was going so fast, telephone poles look like a picket fence. Damn. <laughs> Damn. I said, God. He's like, yeah, I probably shouldn't have made it on that one. <laughs> and then he was talking about they. They. I think they had it like pegged out again, doing like hauling ass, and uh, he rolled. A, he rolled a window down, and it sucked the like the uh, upholstery. And the ceiling like sucked it off, like just ripped it loose. Damn! So, he said that car would fly, like fly. I know my uncle, our uncle. Um, he had an old Chevy. It was probably a one ton. We wasn't with him. He he had that speedometer. It just had the red. It just turned red as it got to the to the speed. He goes, "Funny thing is, if you get past eighty, when it comes back around, it's not red anymore." <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. That's crazy. Well, fellas, that's going to do it for this episode. Uh, you guys, oh, before we go, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Last thing. I don't know if y'all have seen this or not. Somebody did the math on the billion. If you lived in California or you lived in New York after you paid all the federal taxes and the state taxes, you win a billion, you take the lump sum, you walk away with $293 million. My God, you lose that much and all the fees and taxes. Seventy one percent is what you lose. Holy shit! Yeah, I'm, I have no desire to live in either one of those places. And since you brought that up, did you see where uh, this group of thugs goes into? I, I want to say it was a. Tell me it was an Asian market because they don't fucking. No, play. no, it was a it was a mall. <laughs> it was a it was it was a, it maybe been Bloomingdale's, uh-huh. and they go in the Gucci store. And they freaking beat the windows out of this store. They're running out. It's like a group of seven of them. They probably stole shit a million dollars worth of Gucci shit out of that store. And you know what? The guy in the, the guy in the suit working in the front door is like on the phone with the police. He's like, uh, yeah, they're gonna, uh, never mind. Because <laughs> he knows nobody's gonna do anything about it. Know anything about it. So these snatch and grab folks, man, they, they got some balls, especially in those Democratic ran states because they ain't gonna suffer no consequences. But if you want a good deal on Gucci, there's probably some on the internet right now. Well, look, sometimes when y'all end stuff, y'all always have y'all's recommendations. I got to tell you, I spend way too much time in front of a TV these days. But I got a show. If you have Paramount Plus, y'all need to check out this new show called okay. Linus. Linus? Li- Lioness. Okay. Oh, yes. I've seen it. It's got, it's got the one that, uh, is, it Zo- is it Zoe Saldana? Saldana. <laughs> All right, but the only problem with the whole show is it's got Nicole Kidman in it, and she's had way too much plastic surgery. Her face don't move. Like, I can't know, and it's just, it it hurts Renee Zellweger, they look fools. painful. Days of Thunder was the best she ever looked. Yeah, that that was it. But, yeah, this this show's really cool. And I know people always give it a hard time where we're, you know, it seems like there's this huge push of trying to put females in this leadership role. I, I don't know why people are hating on it, but it's a damn good show. I'm about three episodes in. Um 
So it's something worth checking out because it's kind of gives you, I know that we talk about the military and stuff like that a lot and we give those guys a lot of praise, but uh, Zoe's just one of those where it's showing her dealing with her trying to be a parent. She's trying to be a wife. She's also trying to be an operator. And, you know, it's one of those things where she's sitting there trying to train somebody and you've got to push these people or these females in these roles. You've got to push them to a point where she said, I need to know what her breaking point is. And she needs to know what it is. And she said, I've got to know so she can survive in the suicide missions we put her on. And the guy looks at her and he goes, honey, there ain't nothing I can do because there ain't no way she's going to come out of this because that's the whole point of a suicide mission. Yeah. Damn. And anyways, they do some shit. And so this one of the leads is this Hispanic lady. And she goes through hell. You know, it shows her backstory that what brings her to the point that she basically is running for her life. Uh, trying to get away from her boyfriend and just happens the only door open on the street happens to be the marine recruiter and she goes in and, and the guy steps this big old black guy just in full uniform steps up and the guy comes running in to get after her and he and he just steps in front of her and it was like he he had her back in that minute she looked and she goes i don't have anywhere to go and nothing else to do and i don't know what i'm gonna do and he said honey you're in the right place and it's just, man, her story from there and how it bids in, it, it's pretty good. It's I want pretty to check good. it out. I was trying to see when the old man was coming back on. They still don't have anything listed for that, and now there's a strike, so it's probably going to be forever before right. we see that. But. And that's why I wanted to throw this out there, because right now it's hard to find good shows. It I mean, really Jesus is. Christ, everything right now is reality, reality stuff, nonsense. and I'm, I'm good. I live yeah. in reality. I don't need to watch that shit when I go no home. Doubt. Well, their reality ain't my damn reality. What's that's that little uh, video uh, where it goes, uh, this is bullshit. The kid. This is bullshit. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's me the every 30 shark. minutes. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yes. I just, every 30 minutes at work, this is bullshit. And if you really want to unplug and laugh, uh, season three of Righteous Gemstones just ended on HBO. Uh, if you haven't seen that show. All the gold. Go check it out. Yeah. <laughs> or there will be a payday someday. There'll be a payday. Baby Billy is my favorite. So Baby Billy. I'm trying like hell to get Walt Goggins to call in and do a podcast. So we got, uh, I've messaged him, Stalker. He probably has a restraining order on me right now. And apparently, Eduardo knows somebody that knows his family. So Eduardo knows the brother. Yeah. So we're. I'm gonna try to make that happen, fellas. And when we do, That'd be awesome. we're gonna we're gonna break down his career. You like, just need to make sure he understands. We'll come to him. I'm not afraid yeah. to take a sick day. Yeah, I mean, no doubt. Yeah, he's in what is it, Italy right now? So okay, well, I'm gonna have rides. to wait till he gets yeah, a little, little yeah. bit. Well, fellas, I appreciate it, and that was a good one. And we appreciate you guys listening, all our new listeners. I mean, we keep getting, uh, we keep growing as a podcast, and we can't do that without y'all. So share us with your people. And whatever you listen to us, well, whatever. I he was going to say penis. No, don't. I'm just glad to I'm know we're sharing sh- that. I'm just glad to know we're growers. Yeah, we're growers. <laughs> and showers, apparently, with our numbers. <laughs> but uh, if you would, just share us with your people. And uh, make sure that you follow us on whatever podcast platform you listen to us on. And give us a rating because that helps us a ton. Gets us in the mix with these other big shows. And if you were a previous shows. Stitcher user, come on over to any other podcast yeah. platform. Cause we ain't got the money to be on satellite radio. We not well. They're gonna pay us, and then they'll tell us what to do, and then they'll shit can us, <laughs> and then we don't own anything anymore, and we just have to start over from scratch. So, all right, fellas, at it. Y'all take care. Later. See you. See ya.